Welcome to the Raising Jesus Kids podcast. We're here to equip, encourage, and inspire you to raise your kids to know, fear, and love the Lord. I'm your host, Abby Phipps. My husband and I are the parents to four awesome kids, ages six and under, and we're on this journey with you. Our greatest desire is that our kids would never know a day apart from His truth. Join me today as we explore part five of our How to Raise Jesus Kids series, Creating a Culture of Worship in Your Home. So if you've ever taught your kids really anything, you know that kids learn best by example. And John 4.24 tells us that we should worship in spirit and in truth. So if that's the case, if that's the goal, then we as parents need to be setting an example for our children in every way, but especially in worship. And for me, the best place to do that is at home. Of course, I could set an example at church, and we of course should be worshiping at church and setting a good example there. But kids are very distracted at church. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of people to look at. Who's at home with them? It's just you. You, your spouse, the other kids in your family. The best place to set an example for your children is at home. So if we're talking about creating a culture of worship in your family, we're going to need to start at home. Now, Let's start this out by saying that different denominations have different types of worship and worship experiences. But Colossians 3.16 tells us that we are all called to worship God. So no matter what worship looks like in your church or in your family, we are all called to worship. But in our Western culture where we're all so busy all the time, we've basically assigned worship just to Sunday morning church. Maybe we do it on a Wednesday night, depending on your denomination. But mostly, worship takes place at church. That's not how it's meant to be. We're all called to worship God. We're all called to worship Him in spirit and in truth and to have a heart of worship. And that means it needs to be something that's regular in our lives. And when we're raising children, it needs to be regular in their lives. And so creating a culture of worship within your home That's what we need to be doing. And really, that's going to change the entire trajectory of your family and of your kids' lives. When you bring worship into your home and you make it a part of your rhythms and your routines, whether it's daily or weekly or monthly, whatever it looks like, that's going to change the course of your family. For me, raising Jesus kids is such an interesting journey because not only are we teaching our children something? Not only are we pouring into our children in order to lead them to the Father, but we're also walking closer to Him through those steps. When we choose to have a family Bible time, we're learning about the Bible too. When we choose to pray as a family, we're connecting with the Father too. When we choose to have a family worship time, it's us too. We're having a heart of worship and we're drawing closer to God through that along with our children. Family worship time is such a great time because you get to enter into worship and draw close to God. You're setting an example for your kids. And when they follow your lead and they begin to truly worship from their hearts, then they'll draw closer to him too. What an awesome journey for parents to go on with their kids is drawing closer to the father. And do you see it? Do you see how these simple acts, these different ways to raise Jesus kids that are really so simple, it's just reading the Bible and praying and memorizing scripture and taking your kids to church and worshiping with them, these are having impacts for generations to come. It's not just teaching our kids 
oh, you should worship God. Or even saying like, you know, oh, you should raise your hands in this part, or this is how you worship God. But we're laying a foundation of worship that then they will lay for their kids and their kids will lay for their grandkids and so on. This is just the beginning. So yes, sometimes it's hard to make these changes and to do these things in your family, but this is a long-term investment. And it's not just for your little family. It's for generations to come. Family worship time is also a really good opportunity to teach your kids. It's kind of like when we talked about prayer. It feels weird to say that we need to teach our kids about these things, but sometimes we do. If your kids are in the nursery at church, or even if they go to children's church during Sunday service or during Wednesday night, they may never see true worship. Now, they may, because some children's churches have a worship time, and it really just depends on the setup of your church. But they may never be seeing true worship where we're connecting with the Father and we're drawing closer to God. And even if they stay with you in church, they may see worship but not really understand the heart behind it. It's a lot like taking communion at home or reading the Bible at home. When you worship at home, you have an opportunity to teach your kids why. And again, a lot of this will point back to your denomination, but things like why we're standing while we're worshiping. Why do we do that instead of sitting? Why are we raising our hands if you do that? What are the meaning behind certain songs? What do certain words mean? Those are important things for kids to understand, and you don't always have that opportunity in the midst of a church worship service. And you don't want your children worshiping like you because that's all they see. You want them worshiping from their heart because that's what you've been teaching them and that's what you've been encouraging them to do. And this is the culture that you've been setting within your home. So when you have the opportunity to teach them about these things and to explain it to them, then that can be really helpful for a child. We've talked about it before and if you have kids, you know it's true that kids are little sponges and they just soak everything up. And that can be good or bad. And a lot of times kids don't necessarily understand what they're soaking up. They just say those things or do those things because that's what they've heard or because that's what they've seen done. And that can happen with worship time as well. So in your church, people may be raising hands or waving flags or shaking tambourines or doing hand motions with the songs or turning pages in hymnals or repeating the same certain song each week in a certain part of the service. And it's funny if you think about it, like, what does that look like to a child? What are they actually thinking when these things happen? None of those things are inherently bad, but if a child doesn't understand it, it's just another routine. It's just another tradition. And that's not what we want, right? We don't want our children to sing the doxology every week just because it's tradition. We want them to sing it because they feel it in their heart. We don't want them you know, shaking a tambourine with this song just because that's what they saw the lady on the other side of the church doing. We want them doing it because the worship is coming from their heart. We don't want them picking these specific songs out of the hymnal because, well, these are the songs that we always sang and so that's what we need to do. We want them doing it because that's meaningful to them. It means something in their heart. Worship needs to be heartfelt, but we have to start with understanding. Creating a culture of worship, creating a family worship time, it gives kids a chance to be curious. 
and to say, why do we do this? And I think that's a fair question for them to ask. And sometimes it's a fair question for us to ask. If you've ever moved into a new church, you've probably experienced this, where they were doing something and you were like, what is happening? Why are we doing this every week? Is there a reason behind this? And a lot of times there is. And if you ask, people will tell you. But we need to give our kids the same opportunity to ask those questions and to say, why, why are you raising your hands, Dad? Why are you clapping? Why are you holding a hymnal? Why, why are you doing these things? And not in a rude way, but just curiosity. Curiosity is good for kids and it's how they learn. And giving them a safe place to do worship at home where they know they can ask questions and they're not going to be told to be quiet then it allows them to be curious, to learn the why, to ask questions, and then to begin to really feel a heart of worship on their own. Creating a culture of worship is maybe a little bit twofold. It can start with just having worship music or worship songs, if you choose not to use music, as part of the environment of your home. So having it playing in the background or singing these songs as you work, things like that. Those can be really significant and can kind of implant themselves in your child's mind without them ever really knowing it or remembering it. But another key part of it is establishing a family worship time. So you'll notice in this How to Raise Jesus Kids series, we're talking about establishing a lot of things. We're talking about establishing a Bible time, establishing a prayer time, establishing a way to memorize scripture together establishing your time together in church. For some of you, that's going to mean starting a lot of new things. You don't have to start them all at once, but I want you to consider how can I implement this into our family culture? All of us have a family culture and everybody's looks different, but we need to begin to intentionally create a culture around the Lord and around pursuing him. So it may feel like you're too busy to do these things, but we need to find time to implement these things. And they don't have to be hours long. A family Bible time can be just a few minutes. A family worship time can be just a couple of songs. It's so flexible. For us, we usually make just a short playlist. It's maybe three or four songs. We could go on YouTube or Spotify, and then we just let them play while we stand in our living room and praise God together. It's so simple. Or if someone in your house is musically talented, they can lead the family in a few worship songs. If you choose to worship with no instruments, you can use a hymnal or printed music, and you can worship in the same way. It's so flexible. It just needs to be a time where you are showing your children, we love the Lord, and we want to honor Him and worship Him. And this is a way that we can do that. A fun thing that we added a couple years ago with our kids is we have praise ribbons, um, and then we also have musical instruments that are fairly quiet, so like maracas or those shaker eggs. Um, We love having those because kids, they move a lot, right? They're wiggly. They want to move around. So why not use that to their advantage? Now, of course, this is just like when we talked about with church. There is a time to be respectful of God and we need to teach them that. But worship is a time where we can truly express ourselves, right? And we can show God that we love him with everything we have. So why not wave some ribbons around? You know, they can jump, they can twirl around and they can praise God at the same time. They love it. It's fun for them. 
It's a really great opportunity to show them that worship isn't a boring experience, but that it's something that comes from our heart and that it can be an exciting and a wonderful time. And that's the thing. Family worship time, it shouldn't be strict and it shouldn't be boring and it shouldn't be just something else to check off your list. We already have a lot on our list, right? We need to do all of the things and run our households and take care of our kids. Family worship time is not just another check the box kind of thing. It is a holy and beautiful time to gather your family together and to worship your creator through song, whatever that looks like for your family. And it doesn't have to be complicated. God just wants your heart and he wants your attention. And that is what we're here to show our kids. We are taking time out of our day. We are setting it aside or we're taking time out of our week and we're setting it aside and we're giving God our attention for 15 minutes. We're taking our attention away from our books or playing outside or whatever else we were doing and we're giving God our attention and we're worshiping him from our heart because that's what he wants. I love family worship time because it is accessible for everyone. Even the youngest kids can join it. Now, of course, they may not know the words to the songs and that's okay. And they may not understand clapping on beat or, you know, something along those lines, but they can join in. Kids love music. I can guarantee that when you begin to implement times of worship throughout your days, throughout your weeks, throughout your months, you're going to begin to see the culture of your family and of your home begin to shift towards the heart of the Father. And that's our goal, right? We're always moving towards the heart of the Father. That's what we want. We want to pursue the Father and we want to bring our kids along with us. And a wonderful way that we can do that, just like David did in the Bible, is to worship God. We can worship God anywhere and that's a wonderful thing to teach our kids. But by implementing it in your home and creating a culture of worship in your home, you're creating a culture, a family culture, that is going to change the trajectory of the generations to come. And what a blessing that will be. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm so, so, so encouraged that there are so many parents out there striving to raise Jesus kids. It's not easy in today's world, but by listening to this podcast, you're taking a step in the right direction. I want to encourage you along this journey. You can follow along with Raising Jesus Kids on Instagram at Raising Jesus Kids and on Facebook, just search for Raising Jesus Kids. You can find more articles on our website, RaisingJesusKids.com, where we also have our ABC People of the Bible cards available. I'd love to hear from you anytime you have a question or a comment about the show or anything we've talked about. You can email me at abbey at RaisingJesusKids.com. As always, you can find links and more information about today's topic in the show notes. Join us next time for part six of our How to Raise Jesus Kids series, Observing Sabbath Will Change Your Life. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you.